Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bring you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. Now, first of all, I want to apologize to you all for the technical difficulties that we experienced yesterday. I don't know what happened there, but multiple people uh, hit me up about there being some pretty choppy audio and breaks in the audio. I've contacted uh, Restream's help team, and, and we're we're trying to get that thing figured out. Uh, I believe it was a faulty connection at certain points that caused that. But now, on to what we're going to talk about today. So, we have a few things to talk about. Number one, Coach Keats is not done in the portal. I think that that needs to be talked about, and I think that needs to be emphasized because that is an important thing that uh, I know certain basketball fans are getting antsy with the thought of, okay, great, you've replaced a lot of assistant coaches. Uh, you've, you've got some good players out of the portal, but what's going on? We barely have a team at the moment. Don't worry. More help is on the way. I'm going to explain to you how the draft process is going to shake that out in just a second. And then beyond that, um, there was a an article by 24-7 Sports about the 2023 NFL Draft top 15 quarterbacks. And who's criminally underrated? The same guy that is always criminally underrated, the signal caller for the mighty NC State Wolfpack, Devin Leary. We're going to talk about all that and more on this episode of Locked on Wolfpack. Are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So folks, I know that there's a lot of talk about what Coach Keese has done in the portal so far. So let's, let's talk about it a little bit and let's get into it in depth here. First of all, if you're not excited about the number 18 class in the nation in terms of transfer portal guys at the moment, I don't know what else to tell you, especially considering that there are a ton of minutes still available at every position except in the front court. There's What guards do we have that we know for a fact this guy's going to be on the court for 20, 25 minutes a game? Who do we have currently on the roster? At the moment, Jaquavian Smith is in the uh, NBA draft. Now, by all accounts, I've heard from most of my sources, Sebron's gone. He's played his last game in Raleigh. There's no coming back for him. Uh, Jaquavian Smith, on the other hand, it's looking like he he's he's probably going to come back unless he gets drafted um, in the late first, early second. But even then, I mean, the chance of that happening, I it's, it's a draft, so you never know. You don't need every team to love you. You just need one team to love you. But – I'm not getting much traction or idea that that's actually going to happen, despite uh, reports that he's jumped up to 35, 35th or 33rd or uh, 32nd overall recruit or player in the draft. But now, with that being said, even if Terquavian does leave, it's it would hurt, it would suck to lose him. That still does not detract from the point that I'm making about the fact that we still have a ton of minutes available in our backcourt, even if Terquavian does come back. We still have a ton of minutes left in our backcourt. And I know what you're thinking. Well, at that point, Ken, you got Joyner. You got Traquavion Smith. Well, why would you need three guards? Coach Keats at times ran four guards. He's at, at times ran four guards. So the idea of him running three is not the craziest thing that we've ever seen. It wouldn't be the most ridiculous idea we've ever seen. It just wouldn't be. So there are a ton of minutes available in our backcourt and – and on the wing, like I've already spoken about, 
All reports are saying Tequavion Smith is gone. He's done. There is no more Tequavion Smith and Raleigh. I'm sorry, not Tequavion Smith. Darian Sebron. I'm hearing Darian Sebron is done. He's gone. There will be no more uh, Darian Sebron and Raleigh. Hey, young man, go get paid. You've earned it. Go get. Go make your, a name for yourself in the league. Go do all the great things that you want to do, Darian. I, I'm all for it, man. I'm rooting for you. More power to you. So he's gone. So Jericho Helms is gone. What does that not leave two wing spots wide open? Does that not leave two wing spots just available there for the taking uh, or not even two wing spots? But well, yeah, yes, more or less with, with what coach, coach Keats's system has been historically, that leaves two wing spots wide open. So what are we going to do there? Who's going to step in there? It's available to happen. It is available to happen that we still have the greatest thing that you can promise Almost any uh, guy that's in the portal right now, I can give you minutes. Not only can I give you minutes, I can give you minutes in, in one of, if not the best conference in all of college basketball. That, to me, is a great incentive. Call me what you want. Call me crazy. Call me. I'll tell you this. You can't call me a liar for saying that this is a situation where it just makes sense. It just makes sense to understand that there are going to be players that after the draft plays out, they were told by their agent or not their agent, but they were told uh, by evaluators and whatnot. Oh, we've got a, a early second round, late first round pick on you. Or, oh, we've got a, a mid second round pick on you. Didn't even come close to getting drafted. No NBA team is calling them, asking them to be on their summer league team, or whatever the case may be. And they're thinking to themselves, okay, well, I need to go back to school. And when those players who are currently in the NBA draft, are uh, thinking, well, I need to go back to school. Some of them, there will not be a scholarship at the school that they uh, left from to go back to. Some of them will be looking up saying, well, wait a minute, I could go back to this school or I could go to a bigger stage. I can go to a place where I'm going to be playing against um, at least two, three college blue bloods in the, on the regular in conference, at least you're at least looking at UVA, the boys and baby blue and Duke, at least. And I'm sorry to tell you all this, but if you don't know, it has worked like this. It's a tale as old as time. It, it started off uh, when, when way, way back when, and it's going to keep going until the end of time. The way that players who don't have a lot of notoriety or the way that players who are on the fringe of, well, what is this player? Who are they? Or what do we think they can do? The way that those players move up is if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. If you are a player that is on the fringe, if you are a player that is, uh, you know, not getting the draft notoriety that you believe that you deserve, but you believe you're right on the precipice. If you come to a school where you have to play the guys who are the man and you go work all them, there, there's no question. There's no at certain levels, sure, there will still be like, a, oh, you beat the best guy in your league, but like, how good is he? It's a difference when you're looking at, well, that that player's supposed to be the number one picking, and they've got off for 20 and 10 against them. I will go back to this moment forever in terms of I am not lying to you when I tell you you got to beat the man to beat the man. Remember when Omer Yurtsevin was here? And he was playing against, uh, we were playing against Wake Forest. And John Collins played that game. I will never forget it because I was sitting behind J. Cole 
in that game. Okay, number one. And number two, the second reason I'll never forget it was that was the moment I looked up and I said, oh, oh, that's the difference between an NBA big and a, a non-NBA big. Oh, oh, this is different. This is different. This is – I watched that game and I knew right away who the man was and who everybody thought the man was. There, there was a difference there. And this is no disrespect to Yurt. He was younger. He needed time to develop, all that good stuff. Sure, fine. He went to Georgetown, you know, grew um, grew his game, grew his bag, grew all those things. And then he uh, he kicked around in some foreign leagues and looked great with the Heat in the last uh, summer league. No knocking the man. No knocking the man. But in that game, I saw, okay, this is what it is. And so did the scouts. Because after that game, John Collins went from, hmm, he might be a late first. He might he might be a, a, a early second round guy. He might be a mid second round guy. To all of a sudden, he's firmly planted in the first. This is the type of big that you want. This is the type of guy. That's where it comes from. So if you're looking at what Keats has done in the transfer portal so far, and you're wanting to pull your hair out, or if you're like me and you got a bald head, you're doing this number, you know, scratching hair that's not there anymore. All I'm saying is relax because there's still time left. There's still a lot to be said or a lot that's going to go on in the portal. That it's not, it's not done yet. It's not done yet. And if you don't have faith in Keats at this point, I'm fine with that. I understand that. But he's our guy for now. So we got to rock with him. We got to support him. We got to love on him. That's just how this game works, okay? I'm not going to tell you no lies about what we should or shouldn't do or who is or Coach Keats is our coach. So we got to support the man. It's an easy choice to make, and an even easier choice to make than that is Built Bar. Just imagine this summer you're going with your little ones, and you need to throw some snacks in the car right away. But you don't want to throw the stuff in there that's going to have them with all types of uh, all types of different stuff going on, and and all types of acne and all that good stuff. You want the best to put in their bodies. That's why you want Built Bar. I love brownies. But you know what I love more? Brownie batter. That is healthy. Sometimes folks eat just a little bit of the batter uh, while they're making the brownies. Now imagine if you could get the brownie spatula clean and get some protein in. You're in luck with new built bars. I'm telling you, the brownie batter puff, you heard me right. This puff takes protein bars to a whole nother level, and they're available right now at built.com. With 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, only 7 grams of sugar per bar, Brownie batter puffs are per the perfect pick me up for any day. So go to build.com to get brownie batter puffs now. Go to build.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at build.com. The next thing I want to talk to you all about the list of top 23, 2023. Um, quarterbacks and it is i want to say it's a top 15 okay and here's i the top 15 list has dropped and i'm going to read the names off to you as they're in order okay dylan gabriel of oklahoma Jaden daniels of lsu devin leary of nc state spencer rattler uh so wait let me let me go back and let me read the the ranks off to you dylan gabriel at 15 of oklahoma uh, at 14, Jaden Daniels of LSU. At 13, Devin Leary of NC State. 
At 12, Spencer Rattler at South Carolina University or at the University of South Carolina. I apologize. Uh, at number 11, I don't want I don't want Brett Freelander to, you know, tear my neck off next time he sees it because, you know, he's a uh, proud Gamecock. At number 11, Jake Hayner of Fresno State. Number 10, Hendon Hooker at Tennessee. Number 9, JT Daniels at West Virginia. Number 8, Tyler Van Dyke at Miami. Number seven, Brennan Armstrong out of Virginia. Number six, Phil Dracovich of Boston College. Number five, Keaton Slovis Pitt, out of Pittsburgh. Number four, Cameron Ward out of Washington State. Number three, DJ Uagalele out of Clemson. Number two, Bryce Young out of Alabama. And number one, CJ Stroud. Now, here's the thing. I am not delusional. I am not going to lie and say there is no quarterback in the nation that I'd rather have than Devin Leary. There are a couple. I'm just being honest. Don't don't knock me. Don't knock me for that. Don't hate me. There are a couple guys, a couple. But that's a couple. There are not. There are absolutely not. 12 players in this, 12 quarterbacks in this country that you tell me, hey, if you're starting a franchise and you have to take uh, the best quarterback, you cannot take any other position. You have to take a quarterback to start your franchise tomorrow. There is not 12 guys better. And, and mind you, when you talk about the NFL draft, a lot of people say, well, it's not about production. It's not about what the player is today. It's about projection. Okay. So let's go down the list with all the, first of all, Devin Leary, Last year, did I not tell y'all what he was going to do? Did I not tell y'all that he was going to blow the doors off this thing last year? Did I not say that? Did I not parse out his stats uh, from, from two years ago over a full year and say, he's bound to have an amazing year? Did I not tell y'all that? Okay. Now, with that being said, let's dig into this one more time, shall we? 3,500 yards. Three. I'm sorry, 3,433 yards. 65.7, basically 66% completion rate, 35 touchdowns, five interceptions. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's talk about the players that are in front of him, shall we? Oh, and by the way, he did this with a team where none of his weapons, not a single one, not a single skill position player from that unit that he did that with in a Power 5 conference was drafted. Tell me if I'm lying. Tell me. Who's drafted? Who? Who? The only players I saw drafted this year from NC State was Ike McQuarrie, left tackle, and Trent Gill, punter. So, by all means, if, I, if I'm lying, I'm flying. Tell me which skill position player got drafted. The all-time leader in reception at NC State, Emeka Mezzi didn't. Bam Knight didn't. Ricky Person didn't. Dylan Parham didn't. And again, this is not to disrespect those players and say that they're bad players, they're useless, they, you know, we're, we got better without those, but I'm not saying anything like that. That is blasphemous. Those are all very quality players in some very different ways. With that being said, he accomplished that with that, right? Okay, now let's go down this list. Let's look at all the players because I, I, I want to be fair. Spencer Rattler, you're telling me that I would want to start my franchise with a player who had his spot taken from him 
with a player who was said to be a cancer in the locker room, with a player who a coach that turned Baker Mayfield into a number one pick, Kyler Murray into a number one pick, both of those two into Heisman winners, with Jalen Hurts coming behind them as a, a guy who's in the Heisman race, a coach who did all that, you got benched by that guy, and you were said to be a locker room cancer. And I'm going to tell you, if you watch the show QB1 that he was on, it's very clear the type of guy he is. So with that being said, you look at all that and you say, that's the guy that I want to start my franchise with. That's the guy that I want to give the keys to my franchise to. Okay. All right. So worse stats, more character concerns, did less with more. And that's the guy that I'd rather turn my the keys of my franchise over to. Okay. Jake Hayner, another guy who did less with more. I'm sorry. No, no, no. He did less against lesser competition. Not he did less with more. He did less with, against lesser competition. 32 touchdowns against nine interceptions at Fresno State. Okay. But all right. I'll give him projection and, you know, the team around him. So I'll – I'll even give you Jake Hayner. Okay, that's one. Hendon Hooker is a guy I'm super high on. Anybody who's heard me talk about Hendon Hooker knows how much I believe in the man. I'll give him Hendon Hooker. I'm sorry. Okay, that's two. JT Daniels. A player at not just... he. <laughs> JT Daniels is not just a transfer to West Virginia. This is his third school. I'm sorry. I Let me say that one more again. This is the man's third school. He originally signed with USC, then transferred into Georgia, then lost his job to Stetson Bennett. I Where are you? This is the guy that you want to turn over your, your team to. Again, this is the guy. This is the guy that in nine games with Georgia, 1,900 yards, 17 touchdowns. That's the guy. Okay. Tyler Van Dyke. I'll tell you this much. Ryan Roberts, that's my guy. I've had him on the show multiple times. He asked the same question that I constantly ask about Tyler Van Dyke. Where is the game? Where is the film? What, what did he do that made you say, oh, man, he's different. We need that guy. Brendan Armstrong, there's a case. There's a case. So I'm going to be generous because Brendan Armstrong has a case for like, hey, the, he, he might be the guy. I'll, I'll give you Brendan Armstrong. Sure. Phil Jerkovich. <clears throat> where? Where? I would I would like to know where. I would. I would. I I would genuinely like to know uh what about Phil Jerkovich? But you know what? It's all about projection. And at least with him, I can see potentially him being projected higher. So you got four. Okay, I can see the, the potential to project better than what uh, we're looking at with Devin Leary. Sure. Okay. Projection going forward. Sure. Not what they are right now. Keaton Slovich. What? What? A- another guy that, listen, I understand that um, he did really good things at at USC. I do. I really and truly do. I'm not not knocking him, not saying that he was a bad player, not saying that, oh, he he was the reason USC was losing. No, no, not saying that. I'm not sure that I would put him above Devin Leary. I, I don't know the argument there. Cam Ward is electric. Haven't seen enough of him to definitively say 
So I'll give him Cam because I haven't seen DJ Uwagalula. If they tell me that this boy is a first round pick one more time, after what I saw from him last year, after what I saw in that spring, don't stop playing with me. Stop playing with me when you're talking about DJ. Stop it. Stop. What has he shown? And, and this is the problem that I have with so many of these folks who do the, the predicting and the ranking and all that. In what world has DJ shown enough to say, that's a guy that is, if I had to pick quarterbacks around the country that I want you to lead my franchise, he would be the third one in line. What, where? What? And again, not a character concern guy, not a, a, a butt guy. He's an and guy. But the problem is before the and has to be good stuff about your play. And it's not there for him. It's just not there. And then you get to Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. I give you both of those, hands down. Those are the only two quarterbacks. I don't think that there should be any argument, any doubt. Like if they come up, if they were like, oh yeah, they want to transfer into your school. I'm sorry, Devin. Those two kind of got it. So that's seven. You got seven guys to me. How he ends up at 13. And again, some of those were very generous. Some of those where I hadn't seen them, don't know enough. So I gave it to him off principle of, I don't want to take away from a guy that could potentially be that, but I just haven't seen him. So that's seven generously, extremely generously, extremely generously. How he comes in at 13 is beyond me. But here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I'm going to tell you. As sure as, as sure as the sun rises on the east and sets on the west, even if Devin Leary does not even exceed what he did last year, even if this NC State team only wins eight games and is a disappointment, but he does what he did last year, I am willing to bet my unborn first child that that man is not the 13th quarterback off the board. I am willing to bet whatever amount anybody wants. I'll bet dollars to donuts. I'll bet uh, $10 to every one you want to put up that if Devin Leary makes it through the season healthy and just has a repeat of what he did last year, nothing better, nothing spectacular, nothing blow out of water, no, no ACC champion, no... I am willing to tell you right now, he will not be the 15th off the board. Lord forbid if he has the season, I believe he's going to have. Stop it. Stop playing. Stop playing. At that point, you're just talking. Like I said, I'll bet you whatever on it. And if you're a better, make sure you head on over to betonline.net. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports development, including this year's NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information. So make sure to head to the website to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Again, the two things that I need to talk to you all about today, and we're about to land this thing, all right? First of all, Coach Keats is not done in the portal. After the draft shakes out, the roster will be more cemented than it is right now. Get a man time. Give him space. Let him work. He's going to get some things done. He's going to get some things done, okay? He's going, you know, we'll, we'll see where it all lands, where it all falls. And Devin Leary as the 13th-ranked quarterback court in the NFL draft. Board. Again, I even gave grace for these are projections and this is what players – 
could be, as it stands today, I don't see a world where he's 13. And even going forward, barring something catastrophic, barring something catastrophic, I don't see how he ends at 13. I don't see it. I don't see a world where, uh, let's go down this thing again. I don't see a world where Spencer Rattler and JT Daniels and um, and uh, uh, Phil Jerkovich and Keaton Slovich and DJ Uangalele all get drafted before him. I don't see a world where that happens. I just don't. So if I'm crazy for that, then fine. I'll be crazy. I'll be the, as crazy as crazy can be. Uh, throw me in the nut house and with, with the white padded walls because I don't see a world where that happens. I may not be Coach Doran saying that he's the best thing smoking. He's the best quarterback in the nation. But what I also am not is somebody that is head over heels for guys that have not performed anywhere near at his level, for guys who are on their third school, for guys who could not succeed under the most quarterback-friendly system that I think the world may have ever seen in terms of the, the ability to take completely average quarterbacks and then turn them into top picks. I, the most that we've ever seen, you can succeed in that, and I want you to take over my franchise. Okay. Thank you all so very much for coming out, Wolfpack Nation. I appreciate you every single time. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are locked on Wolfpack. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 